0: Hey guys, how's it going? It is Ethan Larson here with the third episode of the Lone Striker podcast. And we're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, I'm going to be watching film with some of my center mid teammates and my coach from CNU. And yeah, we're just going to be discussing some of the things that we really like to focus on uh, as center mids. And yeah, we're just going to be talking through and seeing how it goes. So let me know what you guys think of the episode and without further ado let's get into it
1: okay this is hype this is hype (laughs) yeah
0: all right so the first thing that i wanted to see or look at at least was um i need to get to the top of my screen
2: We should look at those twenty five hundred emails you haven't opened yet.
0: You like that? (laughs) All right. So sixteen twenty five. Something funny, Risco? All right. So, uh, Gabo, you're in the game with me. How about you talk us through how uh, we use the uh, the forwards and each other to defend here? While we're uh, setting okay. up defensively.
1: Okay, so I see you. You got a man on you right now, and there's a man behind me. Yeah, so we're shifting over. Uh, we got two men right by us. We got to kind of talk to the fo- talk to like the, the the defender that's right behind you, and we got to talk to each other because that guy's moving around. Kind of just gotta. I kind of just keep an eye on one guy and look at the ball at the at the same time. Kind of try to stay close to you.
0: Yeah, and then as we look back, also. Uh, Talk us through like how we use Will and Justin, like how they switch and how we uh, drag them okay. back to help us out since they have three and we only have two.
1: Yeah, I think that's Will on the on the holding center back. So they're switching them off right now. Uh, then Will's gonna try and kinda go to the ball a little bit. And I gotta stay connected with them too because I'm ahead right now, ahead of you. Um, and then they, then they just ended up kicking it to their big guy and we gotta stay. We could have I think this game we could have come back and helped the defenders a little bit. Like right there we kind of draw drew a foul. We could have come back and helped and got that ball. But they but they spread us out a little bit, so
0: Yeah. I thought in this game what I saw a lot is that they were able to since their center mids were like uh really dynamic, that and that they had that big guy, big ass guy up top that we like got caught kind of ball watching a lot of the time. Yeah. And so like even though we like had a man like, sometimes they would send an extra guy, like, in behind us, so they would, like, overload one side, and they were able to play underneath us. And so yeah. I thought that was a – I mean, it was a lack of awareness from us and then a lack of communication between us and the center backs because there were times where a guy bypassed us and we didn't really tell him. We just expected them to pick him up.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, that I was a big thing I thought we needed to, to address there.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: all right then we're gonna go to up to 26.45 Larson, are you specifically talking about defending right now uh not not specifically no just jumping back and forth yeah correct all right so you see here uh cheese makes a great decision brings me off and then uh so we're we're gonna what we're looking at here is how uh how dick and clark's movement kind of complement each other and how clark uh kind of uses dicks so you see him here how they're both on the same half uh harry how about you talk talk to me about how uh how dick moves and uh how clark then goes on to use that space
1: yeah so it looks like dick's trying to evacuate the space a little bit more
2: provide a good option for clark because he was kind of on the same uh side of him which is not good because then Clark can't really find him so by him doing that it stretched out the defenders allowing Clark to kind
1: of penetrate through the middle there
0: yeah and then you can also see like how it opens up the space uh for Kobe to come in underneath and which in turn it opens up space for Lincoln to check down further and then also talk me through like what Clark does once he uh attacks that space like how he react like how everyone else reacts
2: yeah, so once he uh, once Dick opens up and Clark attacks it, everyone kind of opens up and allows the defenders on the other team to have to make a decision whether or not to like cut off the passing angle or you know try to tackle Clark, and most of them kind of just let him by. They kind of just cut off the angle, so Clark kind of keeps going until he finally gets stopped, and I think he finds the other striker at the end. Yeah,
0: and that was another like, the guy
2: thing. Right there kind make a tackle right there. He just, you kind know, of just cut off the angle.
0: Yeah, that was another thing that I thought we really didn't do enough of At least like i said this is the only game i watched so this is another thing that i think we didn't do enough of which was like just making defenders make decisions as center mids so i thought a lot of the times we were really uh like horizontal with our passing or we were just uh very cautious at times especially even in the attacking third where we should be a lot more expansive and uh yeah there weren't many times where like i saw any of us center mids like running at people Which I thought, when we did do it in certain games, we were really dangerous at it. And I thought that was just like the only real example from that game since uh, Cheese tries to get us to do that more and more. And there was another uh, clip uh, of Dick in this game that I wanted to highlight that was something that we did wrong. It was 31, 30. I just want you guys to watch uh, Dick's movement and uh, See who else is on my screen. Yeah, Tanner, how about you uh, talk us through what you think Dick's doing wrong? Where is he? He's there. He's on the ball. No, he's not on the ball. He's um, yeah, he's up here. He's on this defender. He's the guy right next, like in front he's of the. He's playing second
1: right. mid. Yeah. Well, there, two center mids aren't really balancing very well. It's like uh, you need to fan out at that point, try to get them an option out in this like big old area right here that we see that's right in front of us. Um. His movement—he's kind of just following the ball right now, not really like looking for options or anything. See, right here, he could maybe get the ball and open up, but he's kind of in like a tight, tight area, like surrounded by four. So he needs to find like I guess like the counterbalance with other center mid, and either move out of that space or uh yeah, really just move out of that space to give uh, the wingers different options than just him sitting right there in the middle of those four guys. Yeah, it
0: kind yeah, of reminded me. Well, yeah, it kind of reminded me also of like the uh, the Mary Wash game where we were getting caught on the same side a lot. And um, and we weren't able to to use the center mids like as well as uh, I think, I mean as well as the result win of this game like there weren't a lot of times where like the center mids could find each other. I think this is a big issue why, because like I think so Clark makes the right movement like nestling into that space, but we didn't complement it correctly with uh, with uh, with Dick's movement because he's clogging the space so that a forward could check into, and you see this huge gap of space right over here that he could nestle into over here but we just got caught yeah. looking at the ball and kind of trying to gravitate toward the ball rather than actually like open it like what we're trying to be the first recipient rather than trying to be the second or the third yeah. and then you see it play out how uh we never really get a good option to cross or uh, like make a incisive pass so we just have to kind of just have to kind of go backwards and then swing it all the way back around, which obviously isn't as dangerous as what we could have had. And cheese, I'm gonna need you for this next one. Uh, was it fifty-five thirty?
1: Right. What was the score of this game?
0: 3 0 So, Cheese, you're in the bottom left corner here. I'm gonna need you to walk me through your reaction to this non-foul, non-foul call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I haven't gotten a call wrong in uh, my 20 years of coaching, so. You know, was, uh, that was a no-brainer, right outside the box, dangerous area. to. Could have probably put the game on ice, but uh, the referee wanted to give them another chance. I suppose.
0: I just saw that and it was just—it absolutely made my day. So I just had to include that here.
2: I'm glad the camera's not on our staff all the time. We probably (laughs) have some bad stuff on there.
0: Hags has some gems, like when you're going through the film. So I kind of wish it was on him more. You know it. it. (laughs) All right, uh, Booner, how about you talk to us about how the uh, the wingers help us? Uh, In the middle, as far as like how they tuck defensively.
1: Do you have a certain player? Like this play
0: right here. You're gonna you're gonna see in like a second.
1: Is that Gabo?
0: Yeah. So you see Gabo and Clark get stuck on the same side, and see how uh, Gabe reacts. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: see him tucking in. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he did a pretty
0: good job. Maybe you could do a little bit earlier, and could have like challenged it. Um, but definitely, when when the two midfielders get caught on one side, it definitely is crucial for that outside winger to tuck in, especially yeah. when there's three in the midfield. Yeah, and it was really difficult in this game because you see how like how it seems like they're overloading this side because they have they have like six guys within like this 20 yard space and we only have i mean we have five but we're all the way over here and so you can see
2: when they're outside back pushes up pretty high almost like an outside
1: mid too
0: yeah we were getting caught out with that a lot when their outside back started to get higher we sort of uh started to drag out like all the center mids started to drag out and then that's when they were really able to open space in the middle and get uh get like a lot of room to play in so I think in this game, at least, that we needed to to be a lot more proactive with our communication and uh, like tucking the center mids or yeah. tucking tucking the wingers as center mids. And then this next play, it had like a it had like three different things uh, in it that I thought were really good. Uh, it was it one thirteen? Alright, so, uh, yeah, Clark, you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
0: Alright, how about you talk us through, this is going to be Dick again, I'm kind of picking on him, but this is a good thing. This is a, this is a good one, so. Okay.
1: Appreciate
0: so why don't you talk me through what uh what Dick's doing here. Uh, he's slightly out of frame right now, I think. Or oh, no, yeah. he's right here. So just kind of talk me through what he's supposed to be thinking as a center mid, as like this ball moves to this center mid. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, well, mainly, uh, he should be thinking that he should be moving laterally to try to clog up the spaces for the passes to the big man or any other striker on uh, York. And, uh, I don't know, like, that's the main, that's the main thing we got to focus on, just cutting off passes uh, and making sure we don't get too stretched out.
0: And what do you notice as, like, as this center back starts to sort of pick his head up? What does he start doing?
1: Uh, he's, I don't know, he's coming towards more towards the middle of the field or he's looking for a long ball over the top, I don't know. The thing about when he takes touches more towards the middle, it, it then has to force us, to uh, strikers especially, to uh, try to make a decision and that can open up passing lanes that we have to cut off more. Or when he does you know start taking touches towards the middle, he can look over the top and we have to be ready to run back and get the second ball that our center backs or outside backs head back towards the middle.
0: Yeah, I thought there were like three different components to this play that I liked. So like right at this very second, he seems to be uh, a bit out of position because this is opening up for this guy. But then you see like right at this very second, he's checking his shoulder and then he's able to kind of mark this guy without actually marking him. He's kind of starting to take away the space. And I it, it looks like Kari here is also pointing it out to him. So I thought those three... Component and then he's able to come in and make the interception. So I thought all three of those components were all really good Like at first he was out of position But then he was able to check his shoulder and then combined with with Kari communicating with him He was able to make the interception without actually like having to follow the guy all the way around the field And then this is also where I thought we struggled was like in transition like even if we win this ball right here you can see how like how packed it is right here in the middle, you know, with, uh, I mean, there was like a bit of space here, but there's already three three of our guys and four of their guys in that space. So I thought as far as like us adjusting to like transitions, I thought that that was pretty poor for most of the game. Like we were really relying on the wingers of the forwards to do a lot of the transition for the most part. And you, you can see here, like, it's a lot better here how Dick's kind of holding down this side, and then Clark is... He's, he's definitely ready to open up the space on that other side.
1: Clark, what are you looking at? I'm looking... I have a second screen. I'm, I'm watching this thing <laughs> on. What's up?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean were these were, just, these were just, I only picked uh, like one clip per like thing that you really get us to uh, to really focus on so yeah I wasn't really sure what else to uh, put as far as center mids were concerned
2: yeah well I mean look you, you've shown some clips here that kind of highlight our basic principles you know you're talking about the defensive side of things and uh, you mentioned clogging in the defense uh, tucking in the outsides, which is part of our principles you talked about. Um, You know, chatting with the two forwards on how to pick up the holding guy that's going to make everybody else's life easier. Uh, You know, you touched on a few things that were great here, and then you talked on the offensive side of things. You know, once again, that's balancing it out and seeing where each other are and moving. And at the end of the day, the number one thing that you picked up on, on those two basic principles would be identifying your teammates and then adjusting. So, you know, when we got caught, so you, you showed that one clip of Dick earlier, or he's clogging the lane. If he would have turned and noticed the forward, I don't know which one it was at the time, but the forwards in the exact same lane. Right. So Dick's movement in there, he might have prevent presented himself as an option, but he took away his own teammate at the same time. You know, these are these are the small things we talked about a ton. And um, one thing I've learned from watching, you know, so many so many games of recruiting process is you are, you said the first time when we're always looking for that first ball rather than the second ball or third ball, and When I go recruiting, I see it over and over and over again, especially with center mids. Wherever the ball is, they are just going straight to the ball. You know, most guys are in three midfielder formations, and all three guys are just on the ball, or going towards the ball, and there's no balance. There's no width. There's no, you know, they're just all chasing each other down and kind of presenting the exact same option for each other. And that's a great way to keep the ball in tight, tight spaces, but there's a lot of times you just don't get anything accomplished by doing that. So, um, no, you touched on some really good things here. Uh, you know, one of the things we want to do this spring was really, really focus on. You saw in just the one practice or two practices that we had, how we wanted to do that the lanes where we had the lanes going up and down the field. So you don't pass the ball in the same lane. And you'll see in the Eastern game, it was pretty bad. There's three or four video clips in the first 10 minutes where we are sloppy with our shape, sloppy with our balance. And, you know, that's the last game of the year. So that's when we're supposed to be the cleanest. So, that was a little discouraging. It was something we really wanted to clean up in the, in the spring season.
0: Yeah, I was actually looking at the Eastern game for Clips at first, but, cause I was trying to kind of, I was trying to balance the good with the bad, but there was just a lot of like sloppiness and like poor positioning that I saw in the midfield. So that's why I kind of had to transition over to this game. Cause this, there was at least some like, oh, there was a lot more positives in this game than there were in that one.
2: You gotta remember the last couple of Clips here, uh they moved into a three five two. Right. So, you know, you gotta take tendencies into account there. You got a team that's winning two nothing and it's what, ten minutes, fifteen minutes left in the game. And so you're gonna naturally sit more. It's just the way it is. The other team's gonna naturally send more people. And uh, you know, we we will err on the side of caution. I mean, you know how I am as a guy and as a coach. I, I don't want to go up any goals all year. As you'll see here in this video, they're clearly in their three five two. They've moved the kid um, their center back I'm drawing a blank on his name right now um who he's fantastic he was all conference and then they no got I the kid deployed they've kind of moved forward both of them moved forward into maybe they have two holders or maybe uh they moved Ethan into more of an eight and they put another kid up top um you know, to play forward in a two to add to Zion so I'm not sure who they have up there but they moved in a different formation that's gonna naturally change things so like on that clip right there Ethan it looks like you were decoying a little bit there but you were in wheel space and you cleared out of there and uh, um, you know, that was all, that's all part of the stuff we wanted to work on all spring.
0: Yeah, that was really <clears throat> the only things that I, cause I just, like I said, I don't want to get like a highlight to really see the things that you really wanted us to harp on just so we could like refresh everyone's memory. And other than that, I really didn't have much else to say unless any of you guys had any words of wisdom that you guys would like to share. I had that one
1: playing in this game, where you probably shouldn't show it choked but the, about the is that
2: where you ran through on a great through ball and you you missed the one-on-one
1: yeah
2: that was a great <laughs> run though. it was a great run i mean that's the run that's the attack you were at the center mid roll at the time Risco. yeah, yeah so that's the run that i mean that's my favorite run of soccer is the is, is attack and mid running through and it's hard it's not easy but if you execute it properly you're almost you know never picked up so the timing, being everything's important there i mean the ball's got to be served properly uh um, actually, that Gabe split goal against Southern Virginia when you were kind of watching all those goals. Uh, that one from, I think Gabo played that ball. Yeah. That one was a perfect run in behind. Now, he was a winger, but he was tucked inside at the time centrally and ran through. And, you know, that was a perfectly timed ball from the midfield running through at a different level. Uh, and that's just so hard to mark. And if you got a defender who just doesn't pick it up at the right time, you're in trouble.
0: So that concludes the third episode of the Lone Striker podcast. Let me know what you guys thought, and I will be back with another episode soon.